What is up? Welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm Ezra McCann, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, former Chicago Public League legend, former Simeon legend, former Grambling State all-swack second baseman legend, Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke, and our NFL draft enthusiast, our guru. You can catch all of his work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Fellas, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey what's going on? All right. So um, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk some Bears today. We're going to talk some uh, college football national championship game. Talk a little Bulls. But um, I guess we got we got to start with, uh, with what's going on uh, up in Lake Forest. And uh, just got uh, a report from the Tribune that um, GM Ryan Pace and head coach Matt Nagy will return for the 2021 NFL season uh, for the Bears. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Um, I guess it was expected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. but this there was there was coming in, and, yeah. and, I, and I must say, just to start, I must say that I was this was the most apathetic I've been <laughs> for a Bears playoff game mm-hmm. ever because I, I didn't expect anything out of out of this team for the playoff game, and I was ready for the off season to just just to get here and to figure out exactly what we're going to do going forward. And I I. I honestly, I I don't know what to do now. Yeah, I, I'm, that's, I'm, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm confu- I'm confused as well. Uh, I know, like it's not very shocking. Well, no, it is shocking for the simple fact that before Sunday's game, they came out saying that Mitch Trubisky will not be retained unless he has a deep playoff run. So initially, in my mind, first thing is, okay, well, that means Ryan Pace is gone. So now to hear that he's staying, okay, so we're going to allow this guy to pick the next quarterback after he just failed miserably picking the one we currently have? That's where I'm completely lost. He has one more year in his contract, but it's like he's 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 set to make the most important decision again for this franchise in his last year of his, of his contract. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very confused right now. Like, hmm. are we, are we, are we going to keep Mitch now for another year, which in my opinion, that will make more sense to just see if one more year, what can happen? Because I don't want this guy picking the next, the next one, the next guy. I don't want him to, I just don't want him to because he already showed that he isn't good at doing that. I don't trust him to make the right pick. So I would rather Mitch just stay and be associated with these two guys. But next year, we just, whatever happens, happens. Hmm. I, uh, <clears throat> I I think I need to apologize to to my co-hosts, uh, to those listeners who have listened to us since we began, and uh, to a lot of Chicagoland, because apparently my negative-ass attitude has rubbed off on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all sound confused and confuzzled, and I I don't understand why. I mean, this is business as usual. What what is the confusion? 
What is the ire? I mean, come on. I, I you, you confused about what to do next? I'll tell you what to do next. Pay attention to the Chicago White Sox. That's what you do next. Okay. They signed Liam Hendricks. All right. I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but that got me excited. Why? <laughs> because the Bears are full of you know what, and the Bulls are in a learning process. But I understand. I digress. The Bears. I, look, guys, a long time ago, in the last several weeks, we talked about this. And I was like, look, they're going to keep them. They have to kind of keep them because they put themselves in this situation. They did this to themselves. They put themselves inside a box and they can't figure out which side to open up first. It, it, you have to keep Mitch at this point. Why? Because your free agent options aren't very good. You don't have much to trade with unless you decide you're going to trade some of your players because you don't have the draft picks or capital to move up in the draft. You don't have the draft picks or capital to convince another team to take their spot or, or to take a player off their squad who would help you offensively. Uh, you've upset Allen Robinson to the point that he's no longer even talking. It's like what Allen Robinson is not saying has, has way more uh, leverage and, and way more uh, – it's telling you more about what he's not saying. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at a situation where you have a coach who does not seem to work in concert with the general manager. The general manager is not – doing the things that the coach needs to help him. Or maybe he is, but the coach can't coach them. But they're both looking at each other. I mean, basically, if I'm Pace's lawyer right now, I'm telling Pace, look, man, um, you need to turn state's evidence against uh, Matt Nagy because he's trying to mess you up. <laughs> because Pace really arguably, Pace could be like, look, I've drafted you good talent. Leonard Floyd, he's not flourishing here, but he's flourishing elsewhere. Adam Shaheen has a new contract. Uh, Kenneth Davis is, is, was doing a lot better running for – Uh, The Panthers backing him up than he was here in Chicago. And, oh, by the way, Mitchell Trubisky all of a sudden looks like he can at least complete a a pass when you're no longer calling the plays for him. And, oh, Montgomery, the running back I got for you last year, if you actually use him, he could get 1,000 yards. So if I'm Pace, I'm like, look, dude, I've given you some talent. I traded for Khalil Mack. I've given you Daryl Mooney. I brought in Allen Robinson. You know, I brought in Jalen Johnson. I mean, you know, some of his recent draft picks have been actually pretty decent. So if I'm Pace, I'm like, look, dude, uh, uh, you need to figure it out. No, but it all goes back to the quarterback. If I'm Matt Nagy's lawyer, I'm saying, well, you fucked up that pick. Did you? The one one pick we need? Yeah, absolutely you did. Well, I mean, maybe, but maybe you can't coach him up. Well, maybe if he has some talent, he could run my offense. Well, maybe if you, you had a better offense, he could run it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm Patrick, saying, I'm saying Patrick, hey, but this home seems to be able to hey, run it for some reason. I hey, don't, I don't know. Hey, and and that's and that's the thing, right there. Exactly. That's, where, <laughs> right. that's, the, that's that's the thing, exactly. right there, though. You right. see how you two, you two are throwing throwing things at each other because that's that's how com- conflicted I am right now. Exactly. Like, I've I've been I've been completely against pace all year, mm-hmm. but I have started to realize like wait, he has brought in some guys. Yeah. I've been against I've been against Nagy all year, but mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like but Mitch can't really run his offense, but at the same time Nagy, you had to well, you knew he was the quarterback when you took this job. Yeah. That's 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 first and foremost, and and I think just just now it's like man, like Mitch just Mitch is the problem. But is he? 
I think so. It, I, I really think so. It, I think we. I think what I saw Saturday, what I saw Sunday, I I didn't even think anything negative towards Pace or Nagy. I'm looking at the quarterback and I'm like, the Saints have stopped the one thing that has made Mitch successful over this run. They stopped Montgomery, but now we. We have to put our faith in him. And Nagy, didn't, whoever was calling the plays, did not trust him to. They still tried to run the ball. Like, because he just he just cannot read the field. Well, they if he, sh- yeah, if he, if he can't do that, he can't be a quarterback. Yeah, he just can't read the field, man. And, and, and it's bad. They could not open up the playbook. For him to do his job, he he. I'm I'm watching now. I'm starting to watch it from a different angle, especially being on here with you all, who are football more football guys than I am. And I'm watching them. I'm like, man, why not? Why don't you just step up in the pocket? Every time the pocket collapses, he wants to try to run out, or he gonna quickly give it up to the to the check down instead of stepping up in the pocket. It was a play later in that game where he had uh, Patterson did an out route. But he had already gave up the ball to the, but he had time to step up in the pocket and still look downfield, and he just he just can't do it. And it's like, man, it's 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 frustrating. And I and I'm like watching a lot of people like, man, I go to Bears. Nagy is not calling plays aggressive. They being conservative. But I'm like, man, it's at the end of the day, our quarterback just can't do it. Well, like that 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 end of that second quarter, but going into half. It was it was frustrating, but it was like, hey, this this is the Bears. Like everybody's like, why not try to take a chance, be aggressive under two minutes? I'm like, man, it's seven to three. Let's just try to not make a mistake right here, you know. And it's like, I, I I'm I'm just completely, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just, I, I, I just, man, I just think Mitch is. It, it comes, it all comes down to him. Well, and granted, and granted, the 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 GM and the head coach takes a lot of responsibility there, also. Well, I mean, hey, look, I'm not going to defend Mitchell Trubisky, okay? I've been one of his art and detractors since before he. I don't know. You, you were sounding like it earlier, man. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I was playing a little devil's advocate, but I'm also trying to keep some things in somewhat of a perspective as well, because it isn't all just him. Uh, definitely a lot of, uh, uh, of people who have contributed to the problem that is not a Chicago Bears uh, situation. But Mitchell, I think we both, I think all three of us would agree that he's somewhat robotic. He's more of a robot. And I'm saying, well, sometimes a robot can only do what he's programmed to do. And if the programmer is flawed, then the robot's going to be flawed. And so I think Nagy, I'm starting to look at a lot. Look, this is two and a half, three years now that he's had this guy and he hasn't gotten any better. He's regressed. And I think some of that has to do with confidence. Some of that has to do with what they're drilling into him and just his his being Nagy's inability to coach this guy up. I mean, but it can't. It can't be just – it's not just Nagy, though. No, no. He's got like he's got like 10 quarterback coaches in that building right now. Yeah. Well, Why can't any of them get through the, through the Mitch? That, well, who hired those coaches? Who hired the coaching staff? Well, Nagy did. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And here – and this is why I but, say – but, but you would think they're not all the same person. So you would think that one of those guys would have been able to, to – to, to get to him, whether it was Dave Ragone on the staff, 
Um, now they have uh, John DeFilippo. You got Bill Lazor, who's a former quarterback coach. You got um, these are former uh, guys who were fired from their other job my, being offensive coordinator. You got you got you got my man, Canadian <laughs> Hall of Famer Henry Burris <laughs> in the building. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting, He's not getting to him. I'm starting to see a lot of the problem here. A lot of guys you mentioned have flamed out, <laughs> <laughs> flamed out other places. You know, brightly. I mean, they they flamed out pretty. In a, in a meteoric kind of sense. I mean, look, man, it, again, it comes down to nagging in a lot of ways. And it's not just Trubisky. It's the offensive line. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of things, man. It, it, it's all interconnected. But I think a lot of it has to do with his, his being Nagy's inability to convey what he needs to convey or to teach what he needs to convey in a better fashion so that his players, i.e. the quarterback, uh, maybe some of the offensive line guys, or whomever, so they can do what they need to do. But yes, Mitchell is limited. We know this. But the Bears mm-hmm. find themselves in a situation where the GM, and this is where I go back to Nagy, the G- I mean, I'm sorry, back to Pace, where the GM did not do what he said he would do when he took this job. And that's draft mm-hmm. a quarterback every year. I mean, dude, if you did it every other year, at least you'd have two or three other quarterbacks to try and look at. So, so what do the Bears do now going forward? Well, we're, we're, direct, we're picking 20th. Now, you know, Mac Jones did a really nice job last night for Alabama. Maybe he slides into the first round. You know, Trask, although he looked good, didn't win, has some losses against Alabama on the season, he slides down a little bit. Maybe one of those two guys might be available. But I don't think that they can come into this particular situation with the offensive line being the way it is and be able to flourish being rookies. I just I just don't quite see that happen, especially with this regime and with this coach who we've said, at least I've said, has an inability to really be able to coach his players up. We just haven't seen it. We haven't seen him be able to do that offensively, particularly at the quarterback position. So I think the Bears are probably going to draft an offensive lineman, a guy who's versatile enough to play tackle or guard so they can move him around when somebody gets hurt. And I think they may target a quarterback in the second round. So that way the onus isn't on them as much as it would be if they drafted a quarterback in the first round. I think that's what's going to happen. Man, See, I, that tells me they're not going to do that because every time I, I think about, you know, what they should do in the draft. <laughs> they go oppo. <laughs> they totally go the opposite route. And that's, that does, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. They have to go online. They have to go tackle mm-hmm. in that first round. Mm-hmm. They got to go tackle, and then I, I say quarterback in the second round. Here's what I, th- I think with this news coming out now, this tells me you got one year left um, on the pay deal. You got two years left on Nagy's deal. So that tells me, okay, if, if they're if they if they don't come out of uh, if they don't come out at the press conference on Wednesday, and we're taping this on Tuesday night. If they don't come out in the press conference. And give an extension to Pace, so he's so he's basically a lame duck at that point. They have to win next season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what that tells you. Good luck with that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but um, I think that 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 goes to tell me that um, they're going to be in it in it to win it, and so that means. They may try to get a high a, a, a big name QB in free agency. D- Stop! Don't have to trade. There's no don't big have na- to try to trade. There is no big name. Well, I don't think I don't think you can. I don't think you have the pieces to trade, and you can't if you're trying to win now. You can't trade. The only piece you have is Mac. I don't think you can trade him now 
if you're in a you're in a must win season. I mean, it's it's no one available in free agency. There's no one in free agency, dude. It's you're no talking, one available. In you're free talking Jameis Winston and Fitzpatrick. Those are your big name free agents. That's who you're asking to get in free agency. Well, you don't you don't know what's gonna happen come come March. Well, yeah, trades. No one's just gonna. No one's just gonna let their quarterback just dangle out there. You nah. don't think there'll be some 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 um, some cap? Not in the COVID uh, casualties. Not in the COVID situation, dude. They're gonna make a trade for it. They're gonna try and get something for it. Yeah. And and, and uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying, and a lot of these teams, you know, they're not trying to. If they have a quarterback on staff who it doesn't cost as much, they're not just gonna give them up. They're gonna try and keep them. You know, like like Mariota, for example, he he's probably still going to be a backup in 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 uh, in Oak or excuse me in Las Vegas. But I would make a trade for. Him. I thought that's who they should have traded for when they when they went after Foles. But Mariota and and Trubisky had the same agent, so conflict of interest. I wouldn't want that anyway. I'm I'm good on Mariota, dude. He can run Nagy's offense the way he wants it run, and Nagy. I mean, Mariota is not a bad quarterback. Do we do we know that for sure? Dude, I've seen him win a playoff game coming from behind on the road, and that's more than what I've seen here since the 2000s. <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude. I mean, and, and at one point, Mariota was had like a high percentage of like touchdowns in the red zone. He was killing in the red zone. I think he was in an offense that is basically asking him to ramp down what he did. And he, I think as much as that offense works for Tannehill, I think it worked against Mariota's skill set. I think this offense works better for Mariota's skill set. I think a more wide open offense works better for Mariota. And I think having a year of whatever being purged of whatever was in him in Tennessee by being with uh, Gruden in, in Las Vegas, I think he's shown that, Hey, you know, I can still play this game. He showed that in that game. He keep, came in and sub for, uh, for, uh, for date for, for car. Okay. Let, I, let me. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Smoke. I'm sorry. I, I just think, like how you say it, with pace, have it. If he's not extended, he has to do two things, in my opinion. Even though it's going to be hard to trade for a quarterback, he has to at least put that out there that he's going aggressively try to do that. <laughs> if 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 he's if he's just trying to appease the fans and show that he's trying to keep his job. Because you can't, you can't realistically just sit and say, "I'm gonna ride it out with Mitch." Well, you might as well ride it out off of, out of job because that hasn't worked for you. So that's number one. Number two, he's gonna have to take a chance on uh, a Bradley or Jameis or Fitzpatrick just for a year, just to change it up. Like he has to change something at the QB position if he wants to at least give himself a chance to stay on as GM. I, I have I have a solution to all of our problems here. White Sox baseball. Good guys wear black, baby. No, um, there's a guy up in Detroit right now, Matthew Stafford. Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. He I'll had a cap it. hit, cap hit of thirty three million in twenty twenty one, twenty six million in twenty twenty two. You got a new GM coming up there. You got a new coach. They're not going to be saddled with that. They they want to start over. They want to you know build that thing from the ground up. Justin Fields. I could see him being. <coughs> I could see him being released. <coughs> Justin Fields. <coughs> Justin Fields. To Detroit, you're saying, right? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about GM. You're saying to Detroit, right? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm saying Justin Fields to Detroit. Yeah. 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 That's okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 If he's available, what do you think? I, I, I think his skill set is okay. He's always been a high risk, high reward type of quarterback, even come out of Georgia. I thought he was somewhat interception prone, but he, he can make plays happen. I, I think the other issue, however, he's had so many significant injuries yeah. um, over the last couple of years. I just I don't know how long he would last with this offensive line. If we had a better offensive line, okay. But with this offensive line, he can be broke up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a good offensive line. But, 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 but you're hoping, but but wait, wait, wait. You're hoping that that you shore up that offensive line. You've got you've got James Daniels coming back. You're going to try to draft a left tackle that's going to be worth something. Um, I thought to to close out the season, the offensive line was fine. When you get Matt Stafford, you're going to ask him. Nagy's going to ask him to do what Nagy wants to do. That means well, no, no, no. If you get if you if you bring in a Matt Stafford, you got to do what Matt Stafford wants to do. <sighs> Okay. Again, what did you say about making and sense? You're, and once, but once again, once again, but what did you once say about again, making sense? You have no, no, no. But once again, you have to win next year. Okay. But what did you say about making sense? <laughs> that they do the opposite of what makes sense. <laughs> you you preach to the choir when it's us, bro. You you. you well, I'm to, trying to I'm trying to get my my own GM <laughs> job right now. All right. <laughs> you don't you don't have to over convince me, but it's like okay, what what who are you dealing with? You got to realize who you, you're dealing with with Matt Nagy. One of the most yeah. obstinate. I haven't won crap coaches I've seen out there. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, he came with a, a first year. Well, going into his second year quarterback, Matt Stafford. Although he doesn't have a track record of success, he's still a veteran quarterback that that I'm sure can can speak. Yeah. To Nagy in a in a way that will probably convince Nagy to allow him to do him. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I, I mean, because I'm just saying. I mean, we saw we. Hey, it's funny, but we saw we saw Nick Foles. Uh, yes, we saw Nick Foles yapping yes. back and forth at Nagy. Yeah. We saw. That. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. I mean, granted, why did that work said, out? But no, that was, no, 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 no. He did. That was solely that was solely because of the O line, and and really, Foles only lost his spot because he got injured. Okay, and how again? How did that work out? How many wins did we have? What was the running game no, like? I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Uh, what, what, I totally understand. What, what I'm saying, guys. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. What I'm then? Let's go. Okay. 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 Let's go off of that. Here's 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 another. Uh, Another uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Avenue, pathway, uh, another route, path that I, that I could see happening. Okay, and let me see what you guys think about this. <laughs> and I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do. You let Mitch go. Nick Foles is your starting quarterback going into 2021. <laughs> I could see that happening. Yeah. Okay. And so I thought you said these guys wanted to save their jobs. I'm I'm just telling you. So, they're gonna say they're gonna they're gonna fix the offensive line so that so they can keep Nick Foles upright. Uh-huh. They're gonna draft a quarterback in the in the second round. Mm-hmm. To to groom. Sure. But he's gonna be your starter coming in the next season. 
and these guys these guys won't be here to see it happen. Here's here's a here's a problem with it, man. Even with whether it's Nick Foles or even Stafford, it's going to make Nagy feel that he can do what he wants to do. And to do that, his blockers need to block longer, and his receivers need to long, long, run longer routes. And here's the other problem with Stafford and Foles. They don't give you the threat of the part of the reason why the running game was kind of working is because they put Mitchell in there. Mitchell gives the impression that he can run, that he can, although he's lousy at read option, Mitch still helps the running game because he has the ability to run. And that keeps defenses at least somewhat honest. With Foles and Stafford, there's no way in hell anybody's going to believe that in Maggie's offense and that read option that any one of those guys is going to be running. It's going to be a handoff and it's going to compromise because we don't have no fullback. It's going to compromise what uh, Montgomery can do. And so when you have Foles or you have Stafford, that makes Nagy think that I can run my offense. He's not going to run the thing that he was doing, the the limited offense that we saw, the, the more fundamentally sound, run the ball, play action offense we saw with Trubisky. I mean, yeah, we're just not going to see that. And so that's the problem in getting one of those type of guys. We're going to see Trubisky come back. He's going to be signed to probably a franchise type kind of deal. I don't. I don't think Trubisky's going to want to sign a two-year contract. I don't think that works out for him. So if he comes here as a free agent, it's money that won't be on the books, but just that one year. Yeah, everybody wants to win. Everybody's motivated to win. Trubisky's motivated to get a bigger contract. Uh, Nagy's motivated to say, "I can win." Coming into a season, we're going to coach this way. Get a little bit more talent, offensive line. Blah blah blah. Nagy's going to be or Pace is going to be like, "Hey, look." Here's an opportunity for you guys to prove, and I can prove to you all that I know talent because this guy can play some and we can win some games here. I mean, over the last three years, we have not had an under 500 record. So hey, there you go. GM, GM, wasn't, wasn't this year supposed to be that? Uh, I'm not arguing. I'm, I'm not arguing. I, like it's, it's. I mean, right, but here's what this is what happened though. Yes, I agree with you. That's what was supposed to happen. I mean, you know, the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. But this is what happened. We started off five and one. Oh shit! Here we go. Okay, we. Didn't, oh my god, we're not that good. Oh, six losses in a row. Oh hey, we fought back. All of that. All all of that. You know, running around in circles is basically where we find ourselves right back to chasing our same tail. And this is what's happened because. They didn't make a decision two years ago to draft a quarterback to challenge Mitch. So, so you got nothing. I disagree with one. With one year remaining, Nagy's going to say, "No, I can't. I can't do it with him. I have to win. I can't put all my marbles on Mitch. He's going to tell him to let Mitch go." Does he have that choice? Does he? Does he? Does he have that kind of weight? He's the head coach. No, no, he should. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to understand how this pace, how this pace. Keeps he should. How, I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying, both like, of those guys. Thing, like, pace has to say he's he's got to say right now. Well, I tried. We're going into going. It's been four years. He hasn't showed it. I've got one year left to prove that I can I can be the the general manager of this team. I got to go in another another direction. But I, I tell you, I tell you so, real quick. What what ruined Chicago plans is 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 Philly firing Doug Peterson. I'm telling y'all right now, <laughs> that, that ruined the plans here. You you still on that win step, huh? 
they chose Wentz in Philly. What if, so, now, so now we're stuck to figure out what we're gonna do. That was our hopes. No. What if Peterson? What if Peterson doesn't get a head coaching job and he ends up on the Bear staff? <laughs> I can see him being an offensive coordinator, and then I can see him being a head coach right after that too. Hey, hey, right. <laughs> Hey, hey, he love him some foes too. Oh man, I'm telling you, <laughs> number nine is going to be the starting quarterback next year. Hey, let me, let me um, before before we go, um, we also got news off of uh, Twitter. Ian Rappaport reported that Chuck Pagano will retire uh, now, so it looks like the Bears will be in need of a new defensive coordinator. If you have if you have one year left on a on on a on a well it's two years left on Nagy's deal but in a sense it's probably just one mm-hmm. is that a is that a um um a move that that well I'm, I'm not I'm not sure about I'm I'm saying for a new defensive coordinator is it a um is it a place that 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 he want to come to oh new oh you talking about I'm thinking yeah. you talking about Pagano going out okay. no 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 I think you don't think so I don't think it's a no because you because as soon as the head coach is gone and if the GM leaves right uh, after that they're gonna come in and want their own guy so I'm work, looking for work went. again no I think the Bears are gonna have to hire maybe from from what they already have. Got us already on the staff. Well, I mean, dude, if I'm a big Vangio, big Vangio stamped his mark. They fired everybody, but they made sure they kept him. No, no, no but we're talking about coming into this situation, not not someone who's already here. That's different. Same thing with Buddy Ryan. Buddy Ryan was already here, and Buddy Ryan was like, you know, I should be the head coach, and and Papa Bear was like, well, maybe not, but you're so great at what you do, I want to keep you here. So the new head coach is going to have to deal with you. This situation is reversed. This is asking a new guy to come into situation as a lame duck situation. If I'm a new yeah. guy, especially a young guy, I don't want my first job to be. And I granted, the Bears' talent makes it somewhat, you know, alluring. But you know, unless I'm a reputed, you know, have one of those big time reputations in the NFL as a defensive coordinator, where I could probably sustain, sustain, you know, uh, the firing of the head coach and maybe even make myself a candidate. But if I'm some new cat or a young cat. Or a dude who's linebacker coach, or a guy who's a you know that step away from being a defensive coordinator. I don't know if I want to come in this situation. I want to come in where I, at least I know I got two or three years, so I can you know kind of prove my chops. But to come in one year, that's that's tough because you may be looking for another job. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think of it that way initially when you just asked the question. I got amped up. I'm like, shoot, I would. Now I know I've been on social media talking about how overrated certain players are on this defense but i did not take into account that it's probably just the system uh i'm 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 very low on eddie jackson uh i know he was i I know he's a grand favorite that that game sunday was probably the worst game by safety I've seen in in I'm, years man. man I'm I'm very low on him and 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 it and it dawned on me after I made a post saying that I think he's overrated it dawned on me that he hasn't had a good season since Pagano I mean since Vangio's been gone so I'm like it's got to be the the defensive scheme that's just not helping him and it's like so I was thinking like we get a we get a coordinator to come in with a with a great scheme with the, cause I I do think we have talent. We have athletes on that defense. Sure. Like so, but but what you just stated, GM, 
it makes sense. It makes sense. If it, it will have to be a coach that probably just got fired, that probably isn't going to get a head coaching job right away, or or it has to be from within. It's going. I know for me, I will have that mindset. Like, man, I'm up and coming. I don't want to take this job knowing what's at stake with the head coach and GM. So yeah, I totally get that. I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind until you said it. And it's like, yeah, that's a realistic feeling. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm if I'm a hot commodity, so to speak, where I'm that up and comer DC possibly, uh that's a tough that's a tough thing to ask. Um now, you know, you're talking about Eddie Jackson being down on him. Don't forget how down this town was on Fuller. And then Fuller, you know, bounced back after a year and a half or two of having a kind of a bad year. I, I don't think any Jackson is any less talented. Like you said, it could be scheme oriented. It could be just had a down year. I mean, it does happen. You know, um, Roquan didn't have a great year last year. You know, yeah. Akeem, I mean, uh, not Akeem Hicks, but Khalil Mack. I know he made it to the Pro Bowl, but I'm like, well, it's kind of yeah, a reputation. Probably. You know, he Khalil has Mack second, second team All Pro this year. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. You know, uh, you know, I'm watching all these games. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> going one on one, getting eight alive. Yeah, I'm watching tight ends holding, have holding their own against them. So, I mean, sometimes guys just don't have a great. Hey, Leonard, Leonard Floyd. You know, he goes somewhere else. and He's a beast. So it could be scheme oriented. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Pagano being gone. Who's going to be the DC? That that's another quandary that may actually more problematic going forward than we even probably realize because yeah. if there's a strength on this team, it would be still the defense. And now it's like, you know, like the head's been cut off. So how rudderless is that defense going to be? Absolutely. So it should be, should be interesting to find out exactly what path the bears are going to take here. Um, in the next few weeks, uh, we got the combine coming up. Or is will there be a combine this year? Uh, I think there will be. It's just a matter of how they'll do it. And I, I think, from what I understand, at least initially, you know, like you know, the reporters and stuff won't really. It'll be pretty much, you know, like because the way they do it anyway. Really, you just have the coaches and in, in the scouts in that isolated area. You know, in terms of just being more spread out. Uh, when the guys are doing stuff in the combine, so that shouldn't be when they're doing their you know, their drills and stuff. That shouldn't be so much of an issue. The bigger issue is when it comes to a lot of the questions and answers that the media has access to. That probably won't happen, or there'll have to be something done virtually where they would have a guys come into a room like maybe five to ten, uh, actually maybe about fifteen players come into and they have like in segments. You'd have like maybe four different groups. Uh, throughout the course of that day and 15 guys in each group. And maybe the first seven guys are like, you know, premier guys and they get their own like kind of podium to speak at. But then the other ones right. are, 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 you're able to access them at like smaller round tables and, and you can probably access them and have more, ask, ask more questions. Those aren't the premier guys, so to speak. That's the stuff that probably won't happen or they'll have to find a way to do differently. So at the combine, I'm pretty sure that's still going to happen, especially when you have so many players that opted out. They're going to have to kind of see something. Uh, and then there's still pro days as well. So don't forget that. What about what about Senior Bowl? Yeah, Senior Bowl is still happening from what I understand. Um, but, again, as far as media access to those guys to the Senior Bowl, I don't know how that's going to be. Y'all talking about the Senior Bowl that's this coming Sunday, right? Is the Senior Bowl Sunday? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize. Uh, it's coming up real quick. Brady versus Breeze. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, you're funny. No, you, you, you should have said 
Late, late January. <laughs> Good one. Good one. All right, let's get into last night's national championship game, Alabama and Ohio State. And it started off as a game, and then uh, that went away real quick. Alabama just rolled. Roll Tide. Oh, God. 52-24. Is Alabama that good, man? I mean, that that was – Okay, here. I'm I'm the Tennessee guy. I'm the guy that hates Alabama. I'm the guy that hates Florida Gators. And as much as I hate those teams, I can objectively say that was probably the best offensive Alabama team I've seen. A team offensively – offensive because they do offend me. But, no, offensively talented (laughs) – Alabama team that I've seen in quite some time, if, if probably ever. I mean, that now they've been great talent on other Alabama teams, but as far as playing as a collective, uh, that team, that, that, that team could have, that, that would, that would have given the LSU team a big, a big battle, you know, last year's LSU champion and, and this really? year's, oh yeah, last year's Dang. LSU game. And I'm sorry, last year's LSU team and this year's Alabama team, that might've been one of the most, that might have been up there like with Texas and, and USC in terms of great and championship games. And it's crazy that you say that because that Alabama offense last year still had Jerry Judy. With those current guys they have now, with yeah. all those guys. But guess what? I think I think Tua was a very overrated quarterback. Well, Tua, wasn't, just, Tua got hurt, remember? So that was Mac Jones was playing by that time. He was. He was. He, mm-hmm. he was. He was. Yeah, he was. He matured. It, well, it sounds just like Joe Burrow. Sounds just like Joe Burrow. Year one at LSU was was iffy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and year two he stepped up. Yeah, that that offense was ridiculous, though, man. Yeah. I that think, offense was. Ridiculous. I think you said the key word mature because uh, Najee Harris is a way better runner this year and way more complete offensive uh, tailback this year than he was. Uh, previous years, Mac Jones definitely uh, improved at the quarterback position. A lot of the nuances, and that just came with more playing time and more reps. And I think those wide receivers, uh, as good as they were last year, uh, and as you know, as talented as they were, and as deep as they were, I think these guys were just that much more experienced. And I think that's what you saw. You saw a really experienced yeah. offensive unit, as opposed to just being super talented. These guys were like really experienced and super talented. And offensive line was, you know. Uh, more uh, experience as well. I just, you know, outside of a dominant tight end, they were pretty much stacked at every position offensively. And they just, they just play in Sarkeesian. A lot of that has to do with the the offensive coordinator too, how you're able to call plays with the guys that you have. Um, Sometimes you have too much talent. You're trying to feed too many, you know, too many babies here. You didn't have as many kids to feed, but you had, you know, your top children out there playing for you. And Sarkeesian did a great job. He was feeding the the Heisman Trophy winner oh, over, yes, and was. over and over and over. If you can't stop it, yeah. oh well. If yeah. it ain't broke, don't fix it. We talk about like you like to reference a guy like that, but Madden, mm-hmm. man, he was playing Madden. He was going to his same target all game long. Well, for the first half, well, yeah. but at that point, they put it away. It's like, hey, I, 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 I was for it. I really. I hadn't watched much of Alabama this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like every time they played, I wasn't around to watch them games. So the one game I saw was the Florida game, which the offense did what they do. It was the defense that 
concern me. I think the defense right. got quite of a break with uh, Sermon getting hurt first play of the game, mm-hmm. even though Teague still came in and he did okay. But uh, uh, Fields wasn't a hundred percent, you know, and and I and I definitely feel a turning point in that game was when the kid dropped that touchdown pass and they end up having to settle for three. Uh, that was a major turning point because you can't kick field goals in that game versus the Alabama offense. Yeah, yeah. And that, that completely changed the game. And uh, don't forget they yeah. lost, they lost weight. Well, excuse me, they lost Wyatt Davis, uh potential first rounder at guard. And uh, yeah. that yep. way, no one can stop Christian Barmore who was killing them mm-hmm. as far as a defensive tackle for Alabama. So, so some key injuries and just playing a superior team talent yeah, offensive yeah. wise. So, you know, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. They, 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 they legit just couldn't, couldn't match up. And it was like, you know, it was like, well, why they not, you know, committing to stop this boy at receiver? Well, you still have to take account of that guy in the backfield. Right. Like you can't, you, that's why Alabama's offense is so deadly. Yeah. You can't ignore one. You got to commit to one of them. Right, and, and they committed to trying to stop Najee, and hey, Smith had a field day. I mean, Devontae Devont Smith, how how good is he going to be at the next level? Uh wow, I, I think he's he's a professional. Uh, I said that earlier this year. He, he runs routes like a professional. I think he is super talented. I think his intellect and his ability to um, find areas to be free and organically have that space between him and a defender is phenomenal at this point in his career. I I mean, and whoever the wide receiver coach is for Alabama has done a fantastic job with these receivers because a lot of them are really good route runners, Jerry Judy, Amari Cooper, uh, you know, Devonta Smith. Uh, These guys are some astute route runners. So to answer your question, he's clearly a first round talent. I think he's a future all pro the caveat is if he stays healthy, his slight frame, how yeah. he projects. Yeah, that's, a question, that's a question I had. A friend of mine texted me during the game and said, man, that dude, he's, he, he can ball, but he, he look a little slight. A little, yeah. He, he, he's a little guy. He's a little guy. He projects right now as a slot receiver to me. In, in yeah, that's what I was going to say. But, that's what I was going to say. And using his, using his quickness, you know, he doesn't have to take a lot of hits per se. And he he's a slithery guy. He doesn't really take a lot of hits. But you know, it's NFL. They go. You gonna get God at some point in time. Um, so I think he'll. I think he'll go first round. But I actually think he'll maybe not be picked until after twenty, somewhere between twenty and twenty-five. Really? You just look at the teams that are picking yeah. and what they need. And right now, the need for a guy his size, being a slot receiver, isn't as dire as a pass rusher or offensive lineman or a quarterback. Yeah, you can't commit to a receiver. That, that high in that high in that draft. Well, I think you can. I just don't think it's him because of his build. I think it depends on the team. Right, I agree with you. Well, what, like, what team you think that's high? That well, the Dolphins. If, if you had the, the Dolphins, yeah, you're hundred right. percent. You're hundred percent right. Because okay. of, I forgot all about them. Yeah, because of Tua and their connection, it's it's going to be speculated that he'll go there. But if I'm the yeah. Dolphins, and I'm not, but if I'm the Dolphins, I take Jamar Chase because he could do the exact same stuff Devontae does. See, sometimes we're a prisoner of the moment, you know. And Devontae yeah. is the guy we've seen. We haven't seen Jamar Chase all year, but Jamar Chase put up 20 touchdowns last year. He caught over 1,700 yards receiving. And he had all those records before Devonta broke him this year, <laughs> you know. So, but he's bigger. He's six one, but he's like he's he's thicker. He's about two o five, 
two between 205 210 so he, he's a thicker guy and he can block downfield better and he has an alpha dog mentality like that devonta is a good receiver is a great receiver but he's not physically imposing and if i have a running game like the dolphins do who have you know play action and that kind of stuff and they get a really good tight end i want someone like jamar chase who can play opposite parker and that way i've got receivers that can block downfield and i still have that same explosiveness that devonta presents I think Devonta ends up finding himself on a team like maybe the Jets with their second first-round pick. One issue I had with Alabama last night. Why was Jalen Waddle out there? Why? Why? Because Jalen wanted to be out there. Because Jalen wanted to be out there. But as a, as a coach, you have to. You, you got to save him from himself, man. man. I, you could have You preach to the choir. But man. here's the thing. Jalen wanted to get out there. Jalen wanted to prove to the NFL. I, he he had done enough. He had done enough. He's he, even with the injury, he had done enough. Do you think he wanted to just prove that he was healthy? Yes, yes. I think he, he wasn't. Well, he did, but he wasn't. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Hey, I mean, good, I mean, good for him. He got out there. I said good for him. He got out there, but he didn't prove that. He didn't prove he was healthy. And I don't, I don't think, you know, last night's performance is not going to affect his draft status. The injury, I don't think, it's, it, um, will affect his draft status all that much. I don't, just, I don't think there was a need for him to be out there. Well, I will say the injury did affect his draft status. Because I, I remember, I, I, I mean, he, he probably go from being that first-round pick to a second-round. No, he's still first-round. He, no, he's first he's round still first-round. Uh, he's, he's still yeah. first-round. He's just going to fall yeah. later in the draft. I, just, I I I thinking of it like I remember our very first show it had to be if not uh, just conversations before we asked about the significance of his injury and and like we we were wondering we wasn't we didn't think it would derail Alabama but we knew it was it was kind of a big deal for us to to bring to talk about it right and like for the fact that Devontae Smith. And his absence elevated to a level like not seen before, kind of like uh, it. I wonder if that kind of put some pressure on Waddle to mm-hmm. get out there and show something. No, no, I think you guys are overthinking it. Basically, it's a national championship game, man. You've been fighting. For- yeah, excitement, excitement. You yeah. want to be out there. Right. Yeah. Keep in mind, he wasn't the only one that was injured that made an appearance. You know, their center went out there. He tore his Achilles. <laughs> you know, and he, he wanted to get out there just to say, I played in the game. I, I think Waddle wanted to prove something to himself. I think he wanted to show the NFL that he's willing to fight to get back out on the field. Um, and I think he wanted to be in a national championship game. And I don't think it's going to affect his draft status. Um, I think, if anything, NFL teams will feel like, okay, if he went, if he got this far in the season, he he should be able to recover even more, uh, yeah, recover even better. Yeah, by the time, time camp. Yeah, yeah, by, by the, the time, time camp comes. Exactly. And here's the thing. He'll fall to some team, some really good team. And I'll throw a name out there for you. If you're the New Orleans Saints, would you draft Jalen Watt on the first round? Sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so a team like that that's already good, that has a really good offense, he may find himself in that situation as opposed to if he never got injured, he might have found himself on a team like Detroit. So right. sometimes blessings happen in, in weird ways. Yeah. Last, last, last thing on this. Um, 
it looks like the only team that hung with Alabama all year was Florida. Mm-hmm. So Florida have been in this playoff? Hell no. Um, screw Florida. No. <laughs> Hell no. You heard no. it here first. <laughs> no. Hell no. No, they lost. They lost A and M. I had this debate with somebody, an Alabama fan, who was talking about they shouldn't have been the rules for Ohio State. They shouldn't have been there no way. The only team that could beat Ohio State was the team that beat them. Pretty That's much. how I feel. But what about Notre Dame, though? No, I don't think Notre Dame could beat Ohio State. No, 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 no. I'm saying should, should they have even been in there? Yeah, yeah Florida took the care of business versus uh, they shouldn't have lost the LSU game. That uh, they did lose LSU. That yeah. would hurt them. You're right. And they lost. So they lost a so They lost a Yeah, and so, I mean, no. maybe you can ask that in favor of Texas A&M, but we talked about that already. I didn't think right. Texas A&M would be in there over, over Notre Dame. Because no, uh, Texas A&M didn't play Alabama good at all. They like, didn't. So, <laughs> so, so I, think, I think just things didn't work out in, in Ohio State's favor. That day, they had issues. They had D-linemen out due to COVID. They had injuries, you know. Hey, that's just how things work, right? You know, I think the better team won ultimately at the end of the day, no matter what. But I, agree. I think the lack of, you know, depth, you know, losing starters, losing guys to injury, I think that hurt them into in being more competitive in that game. But I think Alabama was just the best team, anyway. Yeah, yeah, blame. But, blame. Right. Blame the Big Twelve and blame the uh, the the Pac twelve for not showing up the last several years. <laughs> you get your stuff together, Oklahoma, Texas, USC, Oregon, I mean, Washington. I mean, come on, man. Start. interesting. You, yeah, you you brought up Oklahoma there. I'll start on too. Little little side note: I saw uh, Jalen Hurts was in Alabama's locker room last night for the celebration. Hey, them Steelers guys, man. Yeah, he was there long anywhere. Else. I, I, thought was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm still his guys. As long as he wasn't giving out money like Odell Beckham was, it's all good. Hey, he won a national championship with a lot of those guys, so still his boys. Yeah, yeah. I He's still about my alone. So I, I guess I'm going to have to admit that. Um, what? I was wrong about this Bulls team. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm all in. See red. Yeah. All red, in. man. They, oh, hey. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, this baby. Week, this week they showed me something, man. Thank you. They, they came to play, man. I, I I have to admit, man, this is a guy that, you know, I said they weren't going to win a game till February. And, you know, this road trip, they went one and three. But They could have went four and oh. They could, they could have. Yep. They could have. Yep. They, they, they showed me something, man. I was, I was, I was really proud of those guys, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, man, I am very excited with what I'm seeing. I, I'm, I'm not backing down on the fact that I'm, I'm, I started the year saying I got them over thirty. It was it 30 and a half or mm-hmm. 31 and a half? I, I had them at 33. I, 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 I reneged from that. I'm standing on that. I still have them under 30. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to get to 30. Wow. I, they might, they might get to 30. 30. Wow. But, 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 wow. but, but, Jim, it's not a negative. It's not a negative. Okay. I just, I just, I, I just think 
they're going to lose a lot of close, tight games. And and honestly, with what we've had from the Bulls in recent memory, mm-hmm. I am as long as they go out there and compete, I am completely fine with that. Okay. We we have to now. Yes, we do have to figure out how to win those close games. But hey, that might come next year with a little more experience, with guys having another year under their belt. Wow. But but these guys are playing their asses off. Mm-hmm. Like they're playing their asses off. And one thing that that really stood out for me when they played the Lakers, my ex, my only expectation in that game, especially how it started. I'm like, I'm looking at the game like LeBron James doesn't look like he wants to play today. I'm like, all I want to see is these guys force him to play today. Okay. And that's what they did. Okay. They couldn't, they couldn't, because I think the Lakers had lost the game before that. They lost to the Spurs. So I'm like, the Lakers are not about to, LeBron is not about to allow this team to lose two in a row in that last, that second game being to the Bulls. I'm like, so all I want to see from the Bulls today is force LeBron to play. Hmm. They went up 12. Wow. The Lakers went up 12. The Lakers went up 12, and the boys battled back, and guess who had to come back in the game? LeBron James. Uh-huh. If you're going to win this game, you better stay on this floor because Zach had it on his mind. Like I said, any moment when those superstar guys sit out or sit down, Zach can be the best player on the floor. And that's what I'm seeing, like that they're going to compete but I, we just still lack that. We still devoid of 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 that that type of superstar. Zach is very good. Zach can do a lot of great things, but he still has some. He still has some things that you know. At the end of the day, he he mess up on, and and it's fine. Like this team isn't a perfect team yet, not even close. But but man, I can't be more happier than than the way they go out there and compete. And I was very mad that. Mm-hmm. They stopped this game today, man. That was one of them games I told y'all about with COVID being a reason we're going to take a dub. But Boston got like 12 guys out. So <laughs> they have it's, it's rough out here, man. Huh. Well, I, I, I remember there's a certain couple of somebody's just looking at me sideways and, and laughing at me and, and, and saying hey, stuff. I, and- I admit it. I admit it. No, I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't completely say they was off. I just said I'm a step back from my from my 33 wins, and yeah. I'm standing on it. Yeah, same thing, man. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> but, I never, but I never was overly <laughs> negative. I was still. I was. I was and, still. And you were never overly positive. I, <laughs> I, uh, I thought this was the worst team in the history of basketball. Oh I, I See, I was I was disputing with Ezra on that. <laughs> I did. I, I won't lie to you. You know what, Ezra McCann? Ezra McCann, I, you, you 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 need to do this going forward. You when you introduce me, you should introduce me as the off the ledge whisperer. <laughs> but keep your off the ledge. Look, man, the Bulls are going to. I still think win over 30 games. They're doing and they're competing the way they've competed without two thirds of their roster. At least two of the three guys are really important. And Sato, we don't need those guys. Let, let, well, well, we, we we need Sato. You need Sato, but here, even even, even marketing gives you, you still need the depth. You know what I mean? And the Bulls are doing this, and they're going to win games. They're going to find teams that are going to have their players out, and they're going to play teams that are going to sit out their big time stars for either load management 
or the disrespect they have for the Bulls. We've seen that already. And this team is proving that, hey, not only can we compete, we can score. That The Bulls scoring hasn't been an issue. It's been their defense, yeah. basically. And, and here's the thing. The Bulls are more fun to watch than they've been in since the Derrick Rose Man. era. <laughs> Man. You know? They are. They are very fun to watch. Are, I, I tell you right now, last year, past few years, I don't know if I watched the game. I went to the home opener last year with my mom. Went to the game, took my son to his first best Bulls game ever. I didn't watch another game after that. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad, man? Yeah, that traumatized. <laughs> it's that bad. Jeez. Yeah, but that's not them. That's not them now. And I think that coach has got them clearly going in the right direction. I mean, he's already converted S to saying, hey, you know, he's taken back that they're not the worst team, that maybe they're the team next to the team that's next to the team that's the worst team. But <laughs> Well, they're still, they're, still, they're still a bad basketball team. That's cool. I, I think they're an improving but, but, but basketball you know what? team. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. They're improving. Um, they're playing a, a good brand of basketball. They're mm-hmm. competing. Mm-hmm. I Man. Like I said, they showed me something, and I'm all in because of because of the way that they're playing. They're playing. They're playing some tough basketball, man. And that rookie, that rookie, man. Thank you. This week he had to go out there. He had to guard LeBron. Why? Why? He had to load up LeBron, man. LeBron after uh, I think after both games, LeBron gave him props. I think Kawhi gave him props after 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 his uh, after his performance. They said they they got a guy, they got a real dude there, man. LeBron compared him to Kawhi. LeBron was getting the better of him, but he was forcing LeBron to take some very tough shots. Right, hey, LeBron was taking him to school, man. He was taking taking some very tough shots, but guess what? That that, that little turnaround fade. Yeah, but when we had a chance to win that game, it was because of Pat. Yeah, he got yeah. a block on LeBron to yeah. like when we were down one, and then LeBron he forced LeBron to try to take that wild three pointer that gave us a chance to win that game. So like, hey man, kid, he's 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 being putting he's putting big time situations that help his maturity faster because we're not these games are not blowouts. So you guarding these guys when it don't really matter, but now he's guarding these guys when it matter. He had to guard Kawhi down the stretch. Yeah, when that game yeah. was in reach to win, like he had to guard LeBron James. When that game is in reach to win, that that's that's when that maturity really comes and it speeds up that process. So, hmm. man, it, it's 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 definitely going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and now, who who said that this guy was mature and had a pretty all the way around game? Hmm, who was hey, that? Hey, now, now I gave you credit on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I think everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're the GM. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm right. Just don't think I'm wrong, you know. It's all. <laughs> hey, hey, throw this out there, y'all. Remember my sleeper pick of the, of the after the draft, Maxi Philly. How's he doing? Yeah, I saw that boy had 39 the other night. Oh, okay. Well, I, I hey, let me stand down. When, okay. when, they, when they were, when they were, well, when they were. Uh, when they had like nine guys out with COVID, hey. he had to step up. They lost the game, but he had thirty nine. There you go. Hey, that's what you do. It's gonna be gonna be big for that team coming forward. I'm telling you. But yeah, but yeah, you were you on the money with this kid, man, Pat Williams. I am, man, and and to see the buzz around Chicago around him makes me smile, man. Because a lot of people was down, and now a lot of people are like, man. This kid is impressive. 
Like I just I just still want them to become more aggressive, but it'll come with time. Oh yeah. It'll come with time. Yeah, it'll come. All right, so so this week, um, you know, COVID pending. Yeah. <laughs> we've got uh the Thunder on Friday night, you got the Mavs on Sunday and the Rockets on Monday. What do you think they're going in that in that in that three game stretch? Three and oh three and oh them last two are probably the more winnable games. The Thunder has been playing real good basketball. Yeah, yeah. I think we got a better chance beating Houston and <laughs> in Dallas. I agree with you. I, I you know what? I agree with you. But I, I think three and oh. Wow. All right. Well, with that, let's go to picks. Oh, Lord. And, yeah, guess what? You went 3-0. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't go 3-0. Three three I, went, I went 1-2. and two. Oh, you went 1-2. I know I went but I was. I was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I know I went 0-3. You, you guys went 0-3 this week. Yeah, I know I did horrible. Yeah. So, uh, so let me see. That's crazy. I believe I am now 8 and – let me open up my notes here. I'm 8 and 16 now overall. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm like right behind you. 10 and 14. <laughs> And smoke is the inverse. He's at fourteen and ten. Okay. So uh, I guess I still got to go first. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still bringing up the rear, but I, for one week, for one week, I was the best. Yes, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> and that was the Bears game, right? I did get the Bears game. <laughs> I'm not saying much though. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um, I'm going to take this week. Um, I'm going to take the pack. Green Bay is uh, giving seven to the Rams. Um, Aaron Donald got hurt in the at the, uh, the second half of the uh, their playoff game with Seattle. That's not good. So um, yeah, I'll take the Packers there. Um, I'm going to take the Bills. Minus one, one and a half, minus one and a half over Baltimore. And um, I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns. Uh, They are getting 10 um, against Kansas City. So the Packers, uh, Bills, and Browns. Those Those are my three games. Glenn, what you got? All right, uh, I'm going to take uh, the Baltimore game. I'm going to take Baltimore getting one and a half against Buffalo. I'm going to take the Browns, like yourself, getting 10 on the road against Kansas City because Kansas City keeps letting me down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take uh, the oldest old man between the old man bowl uh, and uh, Tom Brady and the uh, the Buccaneers with a uh, plus three on the road against the uh, the fighting Drew Breeses. Yeah. So I was going the exact same route, but I'm gonna change one of the picks just to keep it interesting. <laughs> I'm going to go Rams plus wow. six plus seven. There are seven, right? Uh, seven. Yeah, plus seven. I got, well, I got him six and a half and seven. Let's go. Uh, yes, ESPN got him six and a half. Let's go six and a half on that. One. Okay, so I'm gonna go Rams six and a half. I am going to go Browns plus ten, and I am going to go 
Ravens. The Raven. Yeah. Quote the Raven. Right. I'm going to stay away from the senior bowl this week. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a good game, though. It should be. Third time around here. I'm definitely going to be watching. And I'm a big time Brady fan, but I've been down on him this year. So. All right. Let's see. So that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoking the GM podcast. Uh, please listen and subscribe. You can find our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Spotify. I always miss one, iHeartRadio, but there's one more I'm missing. Stitcher? Stitcher, that's the one. We're on Stitcher. Or wherever you find your favorite podcast, you'll find us. Uh, You can follow us at HP53 Productions on Instagram. You can also get us at easy.smoke.gmpodcast on Instagram. Um, and yeah, definitely leave a, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about what we're doing. And, uh, with that, Glenn, you can check us out. Hey man, like I always say, like we tell everybody, we ain't saying we're right, but we sure as hell damn don't think we're wrong. Well, sometimes I'm wrong. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>